Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Higher Branch. Well, before I introduce my next guest, I want to ask you a question, and that is, have you ever had a defining moment or a quantum shift in your life? Now, whether you have, you will know exactly what we're talking about in this episode. And if you haven't, then this episode is going to help you make that quantum shift. And before I introduce my next guest, I want to share with you a bit of information, what it means to have a a quantum shift. And it's the moment your values are turned upside down. Now, I shared two defining moments in my life at Upgrade Your Life in 2020, and they completely turned my world upside down. Now, it takes revolution for you to have a positive shift in your life. In other words, there is no gain without pain sometimes. But I want to share with you a bit of research, which outlines what the top five values for men and women were before and after a quantum shift. So for women, the values were family, independence, career, fitting in and attractiveness. After the quantum shift, the values changed completely and they are personal growth, self-esteem and self-worth, spirituality, happiness and forgiveness. Now let's look at men. Before a quantum moment or a shift, Most men valued these five things. Number one, wealth, making money, that is. Two, a sense of adventure. Three, a sense of achievement. Four, personal pleasure. And five, to be respected. After an awakening or a defining moment or a quantum shift, their values became one, spirituality or relationship to God. Two, personal peace. Three, family. Four, God's will. And five, Honesty. When we say honesty, my next guest tells me that means honesty with thyself, to thine own self be true. So I want to introduce, you probably already guessed who it is. I'm calling him now the Manifestation Man, Barry Nicolau. Welcome back to a high branch. Thank you for having me, Sam. Now, I knew it was time for us to have this conversation again because you're a regular on my podcast. When my teenage daughter asked me recently, Dad, how do I manifest things? It was an interesting question. And I said, why do you ask? She said, well, mum tells me that you're really good at manifesting, so I want to know how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's interesting because a lot of millennials see things in frameworks, systems, right? They like concrete patterns and steps to achieving certain things, which is a refreshing change from the notion of, oh, just wish for it and it'll come true. So today we're going to unpack your five steps to... Having a quantum shift, and I love this because I love systems for achieving everything because motivation fails us, but systems never do. So for those of you listening out there who don't know who Barry Nicolau is, he's a well-being and resilience corporate partner, uh, a mindset coach, and a creative visualization specialist. He's the number one best-selling author in business. In fact, you're number one best-selling author in six countries (laughs) and 19 categories on Amazon. And Barry has now participated in over 178 live conferences and online live performances or webinars. So over the last five years, you've really impacted close to 15,000 people. More recently, you're taking part in speaking at the Mind Body Spirit Festival starting tomorrow in Sydney till Sunday. Now, not sure when this episode will go to air. (laughs) By the time it goes to air, it would have happened. Mm -hmm. But this is Australia's largest health, well-being and natural therapies event. And if you go to that website, you'll see some of uh, Barry's talks on that, no doubt. Barry recently spoke as a guest at Karen Sanders' story room at the beginning of May, which is somewhere I recently spoke at. Let's kick it off because you really... At heart, you aim to deconstruct the untapped power of the subconscious, right? Absolutely. That's your passion. Yes. And you try and help as many people as possible. And tied to that is the science of creative visualization. I love that you also focus on deconstructive mindset blocks that surround cognitive fear, old wired subconscious paradigms, and importantly, inherited thinking. I love that. Just going to say that, yes. (laughs) 
and their connection to real world managerial expectations and experiences. So I'm really excited to get into this topic. So let's jump back in. Nice. Welcome. Thank Barry. you for having me. That was that was the best introduction I have ever heard in my life. I love it. <laughs> awesome. I want to unpack to begin with, before we get into your five steps, the reasons behind the anxiety. Yes. Now, a lot of people who are sitting there, whether it's in their car at home thinking, what anxiety? Let me tell you, when something becomes the new normal, you don't know you have it and it stops you from living your best life. So that's where we are at the moment. So what are the main reasons now behind the anxiety that's I, happening? I think COVID's put a, sh a shining light on our fears and our worries. Where anxiety tends to take over is when the worries and the fears are strong enough to have an impact on our daily activity. So when mm -hmm. you are concerned about a job loss or when you are concerned about not enough funds in the bank or when you're concerned about a relationship with a family member that's not healing as it should. And these areas go undiagnosed and they go unattended by you to try and repair. Anxiety tends to, like you was just saying, Sam, it tends to be, form part of our character. And then we just feels like this is just me. This is just normal. And I'm standing in my power. I'm not talking to that person because they're toxic. Or I'm not, and you just feel. But I just think we need to understand that. What do they say? They say uh, revenge is like having poison in your mouth and uh, you kind of swallowing it on your own. It, it doesn't help the situation. So for me, I've had some very turbulent family relationships. And unless I heal those, it affects me. And there was a great little saying on one of Oprah's podcasts, one of her guests, please don't quote me on who it was, that said that what you're not transforming through, you're transmitting. What you're not transforming, you're transmitting. Yep. Yeah. So anything that you're not going through. Now, mm. if you want to live your best life, and everyone kind of, it's, it's a cliche almost, or living your best life, but it's true. If you want to live your best life, you've got to transform through the lessons for growth that are presented to you and unless we look at that and say okay what is my current situation in life what is life trying to teach me in this teachable moment and embrace that with humility it's very difficult for us to move forward in all other areas of life because we've got this blockage anxiety is a terminology that we we use to frame that and say oh you must have anxiety um, but let me just tell you a lot of people have it it's are you getting through it or are you letting it sit with you mm. and block all other areas of life, bringing you the happiness that you really want? Absolutely. Mm. So, yes, we can have anxieties in all eight areas of life. Mm. So if we use the higher branch framework, mm -hmm. and you mentioned a few of them, they're mainly centered around relationships. Mm -hmm. I also want to call out the fact that one of the big anxieties that has stayed with us and has become the new normal COVID has put us in a state of anxiety, which should be temporary, but when you live with it for a few days and weeks, it mm. becomes a temperament. Mm. And then weeks and months then becomes your personal reality or your personality, mm. right, as Dr. Joe Dispenza calls it. Mm. So it has become the new norm. And I just want to call out the fact that one of the biggest anxieties is health, mm. which is our life force, effectively, which is in a high branch framework, the center of our being. Mm. Now, People were anxious about getting COVID, but I also want to call out the fact that people now are anxious about getting the vaccine, right? Yes. That is a cause of a lot of anxiety at the moment. And that can be a huge stress and it's stopping people from traveling, it's mm. stopping people from going out, from doing things that they used to do. And we don't want to live a small life like that. So I want to talk about then quantum shift. I want to unpack that word because, you know, when I think of the word quantum, I think of physics and I think, mm, oh, God, mm, this mm. is, you know, I don't want to go back to physics school. Hey, right? No, you don't. <laughs> like the whole theory of quantum entanglement is what yes. Einstein came up with. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? What is it? How long do we have? Yes. No, all good. So really, basically put, a quantum shift is a future reality that you want to connect with. Right. So... Let's just give us some examples here. Let's just say you have a desire and that desire is to be happily married. So you're looking for, let's say you're looking for the one or the right mm -hmm. person to share that, to share your reality with. What you're actually looking for isn't the one. You're looking for the feeling of the one. 
So you want to sleep and not going, I am with. It's the feeling that we need to connect with. So most people go, I'm looking for blonde hair, blue eyes, six foot two, uh, stable job, few investment properties. We've got this criteria set in our mind of who the one might look like. But what you're actually searching for deep down at a quantum level is a, a connection of they are the one and I know it. And all these other superfluous areas of they have to be this way, it's just the conscious mind going, this is how I look for that person. These are the criteria. So what you're actually looking for is the feeling of the one, the feeling of having enough money in the bank to be financially. It's the feeling. It's not the actual cash itself. It's not the actual credit itself. It's the feeling of sleeping at night knowing that that's taken care of, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So it's the feeling we're looking for. So when we talk about quantum shifting, we're looking at connecting ourselves to the future that we want. Now, the reality of quantum shifting, Sam, is that it can also connect us to the future that we don't want. So just go with me here. When we identify things that we do not want, the quantum field does not identify no. It doesn't identify I don't want to be sick. It doesn't identify I don't want to be broke. So the essence of the vibration of that statement is broke. The essence of the sickness statement is Sickness. Let's, let's talk about another one. Mental health. So I, I don't want to have any mental health issues. See how we keep putting no, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. It doesn't pick up the don't want. It just takes the essence of your vibration of I sick, I broke, I uh, mentally not well. So you've got to reframe the way you speak and you've got to reframe the way you think. So how can we unpack? I don't want to be sick. Okay, here we go. So we think I'm looking forward to having a long, healthy life. No obstructions, no negativity. I'm looking forward to the day where I have enough money in the bank that will see me through to the level where I'm looking forward to that day. I'm looking forward to the right people walking into my life. That's going to be a bloody good day. I'm looking forward to that and I can feel that it's possible. Do you know how? Because other people have it. The right people have walked into other people's lives. So you start giving yourself examples of its truth. And we were saying on our last podcast that repetition in that area is probably the most important thing. Well, <coughs> these things are actually true. So the quantum field will respond to how you view your life. I've put some steps down, but we can talk about that a bit later as well. But that's essentially what a quantum moment is. Yes, I love it. So you attach to an emotion that ties you to your future possibility. An elevated, right? an elevated Elev emotion and a clear intention. Right. Like a super clear intention. And we have our creative imagination, don't we, to connect with the quantum field. And Absolutely. we're the only creatures on the planet, to our knowledge, to our knowledge. that has that power of uh, vision. So really, anxiety lives in the gap between the present and the future. And so your power of vision, mm -hmm. and this is something that I'm writing about and I'm releasing a podcast soon about. It's a small tangent of what we're talking about here, which is the bigger picture. So if you attach a future vision with fear, dread, insecurity, failure, that's what you're going to get. So you attract what you visualize. Right? One million percent. Yes, so yes. that's where anxiety lives. But where growth lives is when you use that creative vision for excitement, passion, mm -hmm energy discipline willpower mm. courage so the example you gave brings those emotions out doesn't it it does it brings it, courage brings it, excitement passion to the forefront and that's not just to dismiss people that are going through anxiety now i'll just will say this and this is getting next level stuff here you might have to go through anxiety to get to your happy place. Yes. So you might not be able to go, well, here's black and here's white and I'm always choosing black and I want to choose white and I can't have to choose because Sam's and Barry have unpacked these great criteria. I'm just going to switch. It doesn't happen that easy for a lot of people. So sometimes, and depression usually comes from this as well, where people actually have to go through the motions of understanding their self-worth to get out of depression. I completely understand and agree it can't be a, a snap of your fingers and it can't be a silver bullet. But what you can do is look at supporting arguments on both sides of the fence. Mm -hmm. Don't just sit there and say, it's came up in Karen Sanders' story room the other night. You know, thank your father for the bad traits, but thank him for the good stuff as well. So yes. you can't sit there and just mm -hmm. go, he was bad at that and he was bad at that and he worked late hours and he ignored me and he did this wrong and that wrong. Well, hey, true, he was also generous. He was also loving when he could. He was all he tucked you in at night when you were asleep, kissed you on the forehead. You were mm. asleep, didn't really see that. So all of a sudden, he's a provider. Like when you're looking at your life, 
okay, we can have a, a keyhole into depression or a keyhole into negativity. And all of a sudden, you just keep looking through that keyhole and that ends up being your life. Hmm. And you're going, you don't understand, Barry. Uh, life's really bad for me. I'm going through anxiety. But hang on, if, if you're a person that understands perspective, balance it and go, okay, well, if that's true, let's just put that aside for a minute. Let's just suspend that negativity for the next 10 minutes. What's the good stuff that's happening in my life right now? that I'm probably not paying attention to because I'm so laser focused on the bad. Yep. And if you can just balance it, just do me that favor and just see how you feel after you give that balance. Is it a five and five on either side? Or is it a six for depression and four for gratitude? What is it? But I can tell you now, it's not gonna be a 10 for depression. It's gonna be a, maybe a four or a five for gratitude. Yep. yep. So you've just gotta make sure that please do yourself a favor, like do yourself the service of looking at your life and going, yeah, I feel like crap, or yeah, I feel stressed, or oh, this is happening, Barry, you don't get it, and that's happening, you don't get it. But hang on, what stuff have I got going on good that I'm ignoring that could just balance me or just keep me floating on the water rather than sinking in the ocean a little bit? Yeah, because what you focus on grows and grows. So 100%. If you go through a period, for example, of low energy, you, you don't know it, but you also experienced high energy during that day. Yeah. Right. So it may be a, a smaller percentage in your day, but mm. if you're focusing on your low mm. energy on mm. being sick, mm, mm. then that's going to grow mm. and that becomes your world. And mm. then suddenly you attract even more Negativity. negative energy. Yes, absolutely. And it's what you said earlier reminds me of something a naturopath we had on the uh, podcast once said, uh, Anthea Kalouris. So she treats people all the time and mm. she's a great naturopath here in Sydney in Paddington. And uh, she said, we have to do things out of love for self. And it's the same thing you said. Mm. If you're taking vitamins, if you're exercising and if you're meditating, mm. are you doing it because you want to avoid being sick? Or are you doing it because you're attaching yourself to this future feeling of yourself mm, of being mm. a pillar of energy? So what you're saying is focus on the feeling you're going to get in that future of being... Focus on where you want to be. Where, yeah, where you want to be rather than what you don't want. Yep. Focus on what you want yeah. rather than what you don't want. And, and for the business-minded out there, hey, what do they say? If you want to start a business, look at what's happening in five years' time do it now and work backwards <laughs> work backwards like unpack yeah. that now reverse engineer what's the latest tech in five years time where do you see things going from a technology point of view from a business point of view and introduce that business now and in five years time you'll have a business but if you're going to be reactive as to what's around today you're going to be going left right center you're going to be going squiggly everywhere yep so i think it's about making sure that you can going to the future and going, where do I want to be? What sort of person, what sort of people do I want to have around me? What sort of family dynamics do I want? In, in all like areas of life. Absolutely. So you yeah, can yeah, use yeah. that as your guide, uh, use your creative imagination for all those. I want to go through these five steps. Oh, for but sure, for you sure. reminded me of something when you said that for business, because when I first opened my business, it was basically three people, me and two other people, including a receptionist. And I got this office that was quite big with lots of workstations, but that yes. was empty. And I, I think I've talked about this on another podcast. I developed all these operations manuals. And I remember sharing it with a few people and saying, why are you developing these operations manuals? You're doing the work. Yeah. But in my mind, I saw lots of people in my office. I saw us as a big company with rows and rows of workstations of, of people and they were all smiling. So I wrote an operations manual for the future, if you like. So I worked backwards from there. And uh, I'm not sure why I did it. I didn't know I was no. manifesting, but you were guiding. You were guided. Yeah, I, I was effectively manifesting a future that I was excited about. When I'd go to sleep at night, I would always be excited to the point where I was actually grateful that it, it's already happened. Like in my mind, it was already happening. It's, it, was, it was on its way. It was, it's a done deal. I just had to wake up every day and do what I did and it would just happen. Mm. So you reminded me of that. Let's go through these five steps right, on how to connect to a desirable outcome in the quantum field. Yep, absolutely. And yep. you've created a really nice framework for us, which we're going to make available as, as a link. And Please thank do. you very much. That's very generous of you. It's called Attracting Quantum Possibilities. So the first 
step is define your desire or identify your desire. What can you tell us about that? Just for those, before I get into that, I just want to say one thing. For those that are lost in their train of thought as to what Sam and I are unpacking right now, just go with us on these next five steps. Because uh, some of us might be going, yep, I totally get you. I know where you guys are at. But there might be some people listening going, I still don't get what they're on about. So for those yeah. that still don't get what we're on about, just have a listen to the next five steps and just suspend any uh, inherited thinking you might have picked up on your path or suspend any hardwired paradigms that you feel this is the way things have to be. Just put that aside for a minute and just pick up these next five steps. And if you want to get back to your old thinking later, you know, after this podcast, go for it. But please grant us your, your undivided and, <laughs> and hopefully you might just see something here that can help your next right move. And in fact, there's a third type of person this listening and that is the one that's saying, yeah, I've heard this before. I know about this. I love but it. what we're taking you through now is a, a five-step process to actually mm. achieving it. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Sam, you've spoken about the first one. When you identify your desire, I need you to be like laser specific. I'm speaking over the next three days, as you said, Sam, and the biggest blockage that people have is they don't define what they want. Like a real basic thing, right? And the most uh, common answer I get is, Barry, I just want to be happy. Yes, yes. Like how broad is it's that? It's too general. Yeah. Well, it's too general. It's like going to a restaurant, and I think we've said this before, Sam, and saying to the waiter, I just want food. Well, hang on, there's a wide variety of items on that's the menu. Right. And you go, well, no, I don't care about that. Just bring me food, right? Yes, right. So that's yep. what you say when you just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. You're, just, you're saying to the waiter, just bring me food. And the waiter will bring you something and you'll go, it's not really what I want. So the same thing when you're saying that to the universe. Yes, gets. I want to be happy. Yes. The universe says, well, how? Uh, yeah, what, what do you want me to give you to be happy? Like, Because happy is a consequence. It is absolutely a yeah. consequence. So if it's a dollar amount, if you just say, pull it out of the sky here. If you say I'm worth a million dollars a year as an annual income, that is your moment where you'll go, that is how I'll know that I'll be happy. When I hit that income stream and the bank says, are you doing that sort of money? Then I can have a little celebration and go, well, that was a happy moment for me. Yes. Everyone else could be different, but that was a happy moment for me because it's not about the money. It's what the money represents. Yes. You've been dedicated to an ideal. So to give people an activity that they can do in this first step mm -hmm. is to define your desire in each of the eight areas of life. So if you're new to our podcast, go to a higherbranch.com and you'll see the eight areas of life in a model. And they are health, love, family, work, friendship, learning, wealth and charity. So you can go through those and be laser specific, as Barry said, mm -hmm. with your desire. And he's carefully used the words desire right not goals because desire comes from your heart goals can be influenced by what you read and see but the desire is something that lights you up and even write it down should they write it down Barry? please yeah, please write, write it down so write the desire down. so if yep. you feel your excitement building and how do you know your excitement's building you feel like the need to drop the pen and go do it that's when you know right you're, you've given me goosebumps that's when you know that yes. the passion's yes. It risen to the surface that's Absolutely. when you say oh okay this is a genuine desire yes yes so write that in the eight areas of life and health it couldn't be like i want to be i want to have this sort of physique mm -hmm. or i want to have i want to look a certain way right and you have a deep desire to have a specific body shape hair eyes skin whatever it is now that's just a physical health is also the mental and emotional it could be peace of mind it could be a deep desire to have an amazing night's sleep where you can just your head can hit the pillow be really specific mm. and go through the eight areas start with health and go through the physical mental emotional and i say this because i do this i've done it for a long time and it's in my journaling technique which you'll find in podcast number one for 2021 because what barry's is taking us through now can only be implemented in a structured way in a structured way is through your, your journal and using our framework so step one define your desire and define your desire in the eight areas of life and write about it every morning. Absolutely. And review it every morning. Yeah, because your desires will change. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. your desire for the day in, the, say, the, the area of work. Yeah. Okay, so my desire for the day in the area of work was to come and record this podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I visualized it, I wrote about it, and my desire for the day is I'm giving a training session for my team after this podcast. Mm -hmm. 
So that's an example of a desire for the day. And I use those as examples because sometimes when you tell people to write their goals or their desires, they'll write the ultimate goal and then they repeat it every day and they go, well, I'm getting bored because I'm writing the same things. So what I do in my journal is I write the ultimate desires at the beginning of the journal for every year. Mm -hmm. And then the daily journaling is your desire for the day. So that your what is your desire for the day in health? It could be completing a workout, could be completing 20 minutes of meditation. Mm. What is it for learning? It could be reading a chapter in a Barry's book. Mm. So go through those eight areas and have a specific laser-focused desire in each of those eight areas. Okay, if you don't have anything to add to that, Barry, no, no, shall no, we go no. to step two? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and step two is? Well, feel the possibility of it. What um, does that mean? What does it mean? Let's just say now you have your desire and you say, Barry, it's X, Y, Z. I reckon, yep, okay, that's my desire. That's my out there desire. And sorry, back to desire. You can't be limited by what you think you can achieve. It's got to be an out there desire. Like yeah. It's got to be a huge thing. It's, if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Oh, yeah, I'm visualising my team clapping and going, wow, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Sam is yeah. awesome. And, <laughs> and I'm learning so much. I attach myself to that feeling where they're all having light bulb moments and yeah. learning new stuff about yeah. banking and finance yeah, also that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you mean isn't yeah, it so yeah. like, you're like feeling it <laughs> you're feeling it for your team because you want the best for them exactly and yes you also want the best out of them as yes well. so i think we come to a situation when you define i'm going back here but when you do define your desire it can't be what someone else wants for you. It's got to be something that's deep-seated in yourself. So not what your Beautiful. mom and dad want, not what your partner wants for you. Mm. No, you've got to kind of go wild, untether yourself from everyone in your mind and just go, what do I want? Like, seriously, what, do what I want? lights me up? What lights me the hell up? And, mm. and I want, that's my desire. So jumping to number two, feeling the possibility of that desire. So I don't want you to go now, oh, Barry, you know, it's definitely going to happen. Yes, I believe you. Yes, quantum shifts. Yes, yes. I just need you to get to a baby step, which is feel the possibility of it. So I kind of in that PDF, I write here, is your desire a current reality in the world for someone? Inspire yourself with examples of others achieving what you would like to manifest. If it is real for them, it becomes real for you. Love it. Yep. So just feel the possibility of just, oh, yeah, I can buy that that's possible. Yeah, okay. So now you've got me to, yes, here's my desire. Yes, yeah, I think that's possible. Yeah, so you're nodding your head. Because I've seen someone in the world out there that's done it. And and when you see the possibilities, Sam, you feel there's no big deal in it. It's just normal to do that. Third step is to catch the feeling. And I've used the word catch. So subconsciously, you need to feel the feel like Sam just mentioned his employees clapping because they're getting so much out of his input and they're, they're resonating with that input because it's there's something in them that's actually being fueled so catching the feeling Sam had caught the feeling of the applause does that make sense yes so I need people mm. out there to catch the feeling of what would it feel like in me when this desire that I have is a reality like Okay, it's not a reality today, but what would it feel like in my bones when it does come in my life? I catch myself in these moments, Sam, and they're esoteric moments. Powerful. Like extremely powerful. Goosebumps. Oh my God, yes. this is a real thing. All of a sudden, I've got to slap yeah. myself. Oh no, not not yep. not right now, Baz. But it is a real thing in the subconscious mind. Yeah. So catch the feeling. Catch the feeling. And embrace it. It like for seventeen seconds. That's yes. that's, that's the research. If you can hold that feeling. For 17 seconds, you've made a subconscious impression. Wow. Pretty unbelievable. So what I need you to do, here's my desire. Yes, I can feel it's possible. Okay, I'm on my own now. There's no one in the house, no distractions. I'm just going to catch this feeling for a minute. Close your eyes. Embrace yourself in that certain situation. Hold on to that feeling for 17 seconds without doubt, without fear, without a little monkey voice in the back of your brain going, is it really true? Get rid of that. Just go, okay, I'm going to embrace this feeling for 17 seconds. The subconscious mind only needs 17 seconds for you to make a subconscious impression. So what we write in our PDF is, feel the exact reality you want to experience. Catch the feeling to make a subconscious impression. The subconscious mind must then show you the physical representation of that impression. Beautiful. I love that. That is effectively how I live my life. Now, it was inadvertent at first, 
I don't know, an accident of history, why I was wired that way. It wasn't an accident. But mm. by following these five steps, mm. you can actually, you know, uh, mm. achieve, manifest exactly what you want in your life. And I think that is the step, and it's the middle step, isn't it? It is, yeah. That's the step where you engaging the subconscious and you're starting to rewire the subconscious. Mm. The, the best way to catch and embrace that feeling is to start feeling grateful for that future state. Because that's... That's what I do. I mean, this is effectively elements of my five-step circle of conscious living, mm. totally different framework. This is a deeper dive into one of those areas, which is the focus part. Step one, focus on your goals and dreams. You can step into this state where imagine you achieve that goal. Would you be grateful for it? You would. So step into that state of gratitude and give thanks to the universe, to God or whatever your belief system is. And it's that state of gratitude that really hardwires the subconscious and when barry's talking about that feeling it's a feeling of gratitude of the desire materializing and, and a love for life yes like a sincere love for life like yep. how lucky am i <coughs> to even be able to create a subconscious impression there are people that didn't wake up this morning there are people that have severe depression that don't know this stuff yet yes. and you are listening to it right now in this time space reality isn't it our duty then to try our best to make sure that the future that we want to live is a current reality yes absolutely like we've got a responsibility to that and i'm sitting here listening to what you just said and feeling a sense of gratitude that you're sharing this with mm. me i'm attaching myself to that feeling of love like you call it love for the world love, love for, for being life love yes. for life yes absolutely Love it. So let's go to step four then, is which is an important <laughs> one, because this is when the monkey mind steps yes, in, like you said. This is the sabotaging <coughs> area, and you got to get really good at releasing doubt and toxic people and toxicity in general. Okay, so that's step four. Release yes. doubt and, and toxicity. toxicity. Yeah. To yeah. do that, you need to identify. So step, step us do. through how you do that. Okay, so let's just <coughs> say, for example, you've initiated your desire, and you've got this niggle of doubt in the back of your mind, Sam. And let's just say for argument's sake that the doubt is 51% of your mind. Mm -hmm. The subconscious mind will know yep. that and it'll pick the dominant of those two feelings. So your doubt just has to be at 51. So it, it kicks in and says, I can't do that. No, it kicks in and goes, I don't buy what you're selling me. Yeah. You know, you want to be in this state. You want to be this person. You want to achieve these amazing things. You want to do all this great stuff, but yeah, mum and dad's conditioning or an ad that I saw on television or something that directly impacted my core beliefs has kicked in. And that kick in is sitting at 51%. So yeah, as much as I realize what you're saying, Barry and Sam, as much as I realize what mm -hmm. David Goggins is saying, as much as I realize what Jim Quick is saying or whatever, yeah, but I just don't feel like it's catching us there. So at the end of the day, you've got to get really good at putting your desire at 51% or more. So the first step then, if I'm reading you right, to getting rid of these negative self-talk yes. is to identify it. Identify it and have it as a dominant feeling. Okay, so have the positive feeling of what, what you want it to manifest be the dominant feeling. How do you dissipate the, the negative self-talk, which is effectively doubt and toxicity? It's toxic for you. Yeah, to yeah. give people some examples, negative self-talk is... I'm not smart enough, yes. I'm not pretty enough, I'm not strong enough, I didn't go to the right school, my yes. parents messed me up, I saw this person try to do it and they went bankrupt or yes. this person ended up in a broken relationship or Absolutely. this person got hurt at the gym and it's all this stuff that stops you from doing things. Yeah. It's yeah. the doubt and toxicity. Step yeah. one is notice it. Mm. So how do you completely disintegrate it? Your desire for the future that you want has to be stronger. Has to drown out. Okay. Yeah, it has to be. You almost have to be ignorant to the doubt. It almost has to be a foolish ignorant, like almost a foolishness to go, well, that stuff, yeah, that doesn't matter there because I'm going in this direction. It's and a beginner's mind. Yeah. Beginner's mind. Yeah, is so the best approach way. it. Yeah. Just go, I want that reality more than I'm going to pay attention and feed these doubt and weeds on the ground. So I'm just going to leave that alone on the ground for a minute and I'm just going to focus on the future that I want to manifest and put all my love, my energy, my attention, my time, uh, my money, my everything into what I want to achieve over there rather than looking at the past and using all these examples of why things didn't work for certain people. And yes. that's great because that's yes. their journeys. And those, sorry, those people that didn't achieve, you don't know where they are right now. They probably have achieved but you're only focusing on their failures. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. So, like Sam, you've had businesses before that haven't <coughs> succeeded and now you've got this great business now. You had to go through your three failures to get your one big success. You've put these lessons in play. So is the universe saying to you, well, yes, Sam, I'm not going to give you MSA just yet. I'm going to give you these three lessons and you've gone, I'll take those lessons and I'm going to use them as fuel. All of a sudden, we're sitting in studios today that are the result of you picking up growth and you then going, this is so amazing. Look what I'm doing with my life. So I think it's important to turn around and look at and go, I'm not going to live in the doubt and toxicity. My ego is not going to get involved and say, I'm not going to try it again. I've tried it. I failed. Moving ahead with something else. You just got to take those lessons for growth and apply them in the next scenario of life. And it's as if you're doing those things for the first time. Yes. Uh, so yes. if you're listening now, whether your name is Tony or Tom or Sally or Joan, just ask yourself, what would Sally do when she was eight years of age yep. where you don't have a past littered with toxic events and toxic things that yeah. stop you from living your yeah. best life? And this is how we kicked off this podcast, by identifying yeah. the anxieties out there. This is why it's so important to go through these five steps because the anxieties of this uncertain world has stopped us from living our best life. There's a lot of talk about it, yes. but there's not a lot of doing about it and what we're giving you is really the framework to do about it so I, I love that fourth step because yeah. if you don't go through that fourth step and know how to deal with it mm. then you never get through <laughs> to the next it's step the, it's the blockage like you will yeah. sabotage all your efforts if you don't release the nicest word to use is release you're not blocking and you're not saying I'm not your friend anymore or you're not saying I don't like that person all you're saying is just release them and focus on the plants that you want to grow rather yep. than watering the weeds and hoping yep. and hoping and praying that they grow. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And in fact, another way to look at it is don't view things as good or bad or failures or successes. I have had multiple successful businesses. I've had a couple of what you would consider failures, but at the time going through it, I didn't label it anything. I just thought it's just a process. It's like running a marathon and part of a marathon, you stumble or you fall or you become dehydrated and you slow down and stop. I just see that as part of the process of getting to the finish line. That's so. a great analogy. You don't stop and pull over and go, oh, now I've stumbled, now I'm, I'm finished. Yeah, you just uh, revive. <laughs> you know, you stop, revive, survive. survive. <laughs> great tagline. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, I love that. I just want to quickly reiterate, um, in, in your PDF that you're, of course, going to all download, um, there's an area that I've put in here. It's a little curveball, and I'd like you to ask the question. I've put down the bottom surround yourself with OQP. I was just about to ask you about what OQP is. Well, I can guess what QP is. Okay, go yeah. for it. No, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> okay, so Q is the quantum? No, no. not at all. Okay. No, 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 it's kind oh. of a curveball. Quantum um, possibility, that's what I thought it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's actually a really good... Surround yourself with only quality people. Ah, right, right. P for me is my sign of when I hang around uh, toxic people, you get to a stage where you realise someone's energy might not be the best for what you want to achieve. So I kind of lease them with love. I, I, I gravitate towards people that, that are stretching and reaching and going for amazing You're things. a beautiful person, Barry. I just stopped returning their call. <laughs> That's funny. I, I laugh about it, but one of the most difficult things to go through in life is to hang around toxic people. Yeah. That's what I find weighs me down the most. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't find myself as my worst enemy. I find toxic people around me as my worst enemy because they will invade the gardens of your mind and sow the weeds yes. and life is too short to be pulling out weeds you want to be planting beautiful flowers yeah. in there so you know we laugh about it but i'm absolutely ruthless with my time and uh and protection of my energy levels if you're an empath listening to this you'll tend to be a person that will absorb other people's energy much quicker but the positive of that being an empath is you're also going to be a very creative person who gets what we're saying who also will use their creative imagination to manifest amazing things in their life. Mm. And ironically, it's those people who are most vulnerable to other toxic people. So protect yourself and um, make sure you stay away from toxic people. And if those toxic people are family members, mm. then limit your exposure to them. It's funny you went straight to family because I was thinking as you were speaking, Sam, what about if it's family? Like people can't necessarily stop returning phone calls straight away with family but you know what's interesting and this is going to make me sound horrible 
but I have recognised the family members that aren't evolving in their life in the best way that they could. And for me, it becomes a really easy decision because I need to protect my energy. I've got to stand guard at the gate and go, if I want to achieve what I really want to achieve, I need a certain amount of quality fuel inside me. And if I keep diluting that fuel with water of other people's energy, that see things or see the world as a fixed place because that's the way their father and their yes. grandfather, and they're not really looking outside of that, then I look at that as a very stagnant energy. And if I'm true to me and I'm true to the life I want to create for my family, I can't continually be absorbed by that. Totally. And there's also an element of not just protection of thyself, but also live and let live. And I recognize that, okay, they're on their own journey and one day they will find themselves. So I don't judge, Mm. I just distance. distance. So you're not judging and you're not putting down, Mm. you're just being unavailable effectively and wish them love and wish them that they will find their journey one day and get back on track. Effectively, we all get lost in life sometimes and some people more than others. Mm. That's all it is. Mm, mm. So when you connect with quantum possibilities, what we're talking about here, you live a life of clarity where you don't feel like you're lost. Mm. This is what this is giving you. It gives you a framework to know that the future you want is possible. That's right. And this is why this next step is super important because as soon as you said that, there are probably people listening out there saying, well, okay, when is it going to happen? And step five is really an important step because you can't be attached to the outcome. So I'm going to let you explain that step five and it's called... (laughs) Release the timing. Beautiful. (laughs) Hardest thing to do. As human beings, we set goals. Goals are definitive based on timeframes. Yes. So we say we want to achieve this by then. And based on that time frame, we set a goal. Because if you have a goal that has no time frame, well, then it's not really a goal. It's just forever wishful thinking, right? So you set yourself a time frame. When you set yourself up with quantum realities, you have to have an assurity that it will come into your experience Mm. of its own choosing, the timing of its own choosing. Now, the great thing about that, the silver lining is this. It's always perfectly on time for you but we think it might not be. And here's the thing, we like, I want money now, Barry, I've got bills to pay now, I want it now, 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 I want this, this, this job offer, I want it now, so I can support, I want it now. And I got caught in that yes. about a few years ago. I'm like, I don't mm. want it in five years time, I want it now, I want to be on stage now, 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 now. And it was the quantum world saying, Barry, you're not quite ready yet, but you're on your way. You need a few lessons. You need a few slaps. You need a few put downs and get back up. And then you can speak from a level of experience. You know, it's funny. People don't want you to go on stage and talk about all the successes you've had. People love to relate to the failures. Yes. And to the points where you're at your lowest because then they can relate. People can relate. And I've got so many of those. So when I get up there, it's about that. And at the end of the day, releasing the timing is about understanding that when you have your desire you feel the possibility, you catch the feeling, you've released the toxic people from your desire, from what you want to achieve. Now just let it go. Let it adrift. Do not go, oh, but when? When? I want to know when. I've done all the steps, Barry. When? No, 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 no. Now you're strangling it. Yes. So, so don't strangle it. Just go, I know it's going to come into my experience. And I know when it does come, it'll be perfect for me. And if you look at moments in your life, Sam, and I don't know if you're the same as me, the good stuff has happened with perfect timing. Perfect. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. you don't, don't force it. Don't it's like a relationship, <laughs> right? What do you force and yeah. you end up being great? Yeah. Nothing. Yep. Like you build a house in a week or you build a house in six months. Like if you force to build it in a week, I'm sure you're not going to have the same structure of a house you're going to build in six months. Totally. And yeah. ultimately, you, you cannot force the hand of the universe or your mm. creator. The universe wants things for you at the time like you said that you need it most so if you're listening to this it's simply about letting go of the outcome it's simply about doing your best and let life do the rest right you can go the first few steps you define your desire you feel the possibility you catch the feeling you release doubt and toxicity the next step is out of your control it's the timing when that happens the moment you attach yourself to that outcome you lose Go back to step one. You have to. You, you go right down to snakes and ladders. You go right down <laughs> to the bottom. Again. That's right. And uh, yeah. I've fallen into that trap a few times in my life. So Not a lot, so but 
And the moment where I catch myself trying to control the outcome and the timing, I say, Sam, you're trying to control. Control comes out of fear. Fear. What are you fearing? So as long as you catch yourself, it doesn't matter that you experience toxic thoughts or negative talks or doubts. It's okay as long as you catch yourself doing it, right? It's like meditation. Your mind will wander. That's the beauty is in catching your mind wander and getting back to it. The other point I want to make to Barry's fifth step of release the timing is I want to remind you of a beautiful analogy by the late, great Stephen Covey. And this is where a lot of people will, well, he uses a a metaphor of the miracle of the bamboo tree. Oh, it's my favorite. Yes, Yes, please go for it. So a lot of people will wake up day in, day out, and they'll eat well, exercise, they'll work hard, they'll meditate, visualize, they'll go through everything. And then they just think nothing is happening when am i going to have this quantum shift when is my life going to change when am i going to get bigger muscles the right relationship more money the right job the right friends when 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 right now when you look at the chinese bamboo when you first plant it underneath the surface you don't see any growth for days you don't see any growth for weeks you don't see any growth for months So a lot of people will walk away from that bamboo that they've planted underneath the surface. You can't see anything above the surface, Mm. but beneath the surface, Mm. it's growing, it's spreading. When you wake up every day and you define your desire, feel the possibility, catch the feeling, release out toxicity in the eight areas of life, and you wake up and you do it religiously without attachment to the outcome, know that you are growing beneath the surface, that is emotionally and mentally. The physical world has no choice but to materialize eventually. And with the bamboo tree, it takes five years for the first shoots to break through the soil. But as soon as those first shoots break through the soil, it actually climbs to 30 feet feet. in in days. Six weeks. Right. Exactly. And that that is days in the context of five years. So... When I look back on my life, whether it's a relationship or a business, and and there are lots of stories out there when you mention feel the possibility. One of the examples is Usain Bolt. Yes. People only remember him breaking the world record, but they don't see the five years of growth beneath the surface of training, of eating well, of stretching, of waking up at 4 a.m., right? And that's... That's what we have to do. But then he broke through that surface. So your breakthrough will come at, and you need to be patient and you need to be humble with the universe. You need to be humble if you are religious with God and say, when that breakthrough happens, I leave it to the will of God or to the will of the universe. And it's a beautiful step, I think, in this beautiful framework that you've designed. Thank you, Sam. You know, it's interesting, you know, with the two kitties that we've got at home, we've got a four-year-old, Grace, and we've got 10-month-old, Harmony. And I catch myself doing this. I don't know if you did it, Sam, when your ones were little, but you catch the lessons that they're going through are the same lessons that you're going through, just on a different scale. So, you know, my 10-month-old is grabbing onto furniture now, not walking yet, but yeah. just, just hanging on. And I know she wants to walk, but what life is saying to her, she doesn't stop her from trying. Yes. You know, every time I sit her on the floor, she's up on her legs holding onto a chair, like within lightning speed. And it's the same with my four-year-old yesterday. Daddy, can I have some milk cookies? I went, um, <laughs> she's a great negotiator, Sam. Yes. She'd work at MSA <laughs> National. She said to me... Um, be a great lawyer. She'd be yeah. a great lawyer. She said, uh, I said, I can give you one. She said, I want five. So I had to bargain, right? So I said, listen, all right, I'll give you two. And yes. that is it. Three. So she, she jumped down to three from five. And I'm like, okay. she said, so I settled on two. I said, listen, I was going to give you one. Yes. But I'll give you two. And it's dinner time soon. So I can't just keep giving you naughty food. But it's like life then saying to me, if I want x amount to happen i want i want five i want five of this and and the universe going hang on one or two it just you have to get to a point where you listen to releasing the timing and just letting that go i love that analogy and it's so true (laughs) and also just circles back to what i said earlier you have to approach life with a beginner's mind so as a toddler she has no doubts and she has no toxicity in the past so she's approaching everything with newness Now, that's not to say that we've got to walk around denying that our past ever existed, but there's a way of reflection, and that's something that Barry and I will touch on in future podcasts, the power of reflecting on your situation without being a part of it. But it's called learning from it, because with her first steps, Mm -hmm. she learned that 
okay, I'm going to grip my toes in a certain way. She didn't let the past stop her from ever trying. And that's really a beautiful analogy and a beautiful metaphor for life. But Barry, before we wrap this up, yes. I want you to take us through what is a <laughs> default state in your model here? And it's called yes. embrace your new reality. So okay. let's finish on that. Yeah, for sure. So what that is, Sam, is you've now achieved what you want. Now, you know, all those... Had the breakthrough. You've had the breakthrough. You've got the phone call. You've got the... You've found the beautiful person in your life, you've whatever. And, and now it's a reality and you're going, holy crap, this is real. And I made this person or I manifested this job. Your lesson now that you've achieved that level, it's not about you achieving what you want. It's about understanding that you can mold the clay in any area of life, yes. any eight area of life. So that's the lesson in the process. Okay, you think it's about achieving what you want, but it's really not because you'll get what you want. But it's understanding that now if you follow this guideline, it's about you can use this, this step into any area of life. All of a sudden, you've done it now in love. Now you want to start your own business. Okay, what does this business feel like? Or you want to get to a specific weight. Okay, what does being 70 kilos feel like? Now I'm 85. What does that feel like? Oh, I reckon it'll feel my clothes will fit better and I'll be jumping out of bed and I'll be eating better. What does it feel like? Now you can use that framework to do almost anything in your life. Reinforce. It'll so get yourself in a positive pattern because yes. you can get to that fifth step and unless you then embrace your new reality you can fall back to being lost at any time and just to, to add to that for our listeners another important way to reinforce or embrace that new reality is to feel the gratitude daily of all your achievements in the eight areas of life whatever breakthroughs you have you need to not fall victim to the two imposters I call them and that is taking things for granted and always focusing on what you don't have and gratitude stops you from doing that because I believe the universe also the perfect accounting system where if you take something in your life for granted it will either abandon you or be taken away from you whether it's a job or whether it's your clients or whether it's your staff whether it's your health so look to the eight areas Everything that's going right in those eight areas that you've achieved, the worst mistake you can make is to take those things for granted. And the best way not to is to always live with a humble gratitude of where you were and how far you've come and give thanks for what you've achieved. Mm. On that note, Barry, mm -hmm. thank you so much for appearing. I can't believe it's been an hour. Where is the time gone? It's in the quantum field. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> Beautiful 60 minutes that we've just spent. Although both Barry and I live and breathe this as well. It's when we teach these things that reinforces it to us as well. Because we're not sitting here preaching from the top. We have the same setbacks and obstacles. So if you're sitting there thinking there are perfect people out there, no. Everyone gets lost sometimes. Everyone goes through rejections, failures, mistakes. It's about having the tools to get back on track. So I hope this five-step process and framework for attracting quantum possibilities have helped you achieve that. On that note, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, live consciously, my friends.